Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for September 17, 2011. Here is some of what's making news in the world of science this week. No obvious weather patterns explain near-record annual ice retreat. We learn more in our top story called Summer Arctic Melt Among the Worst Ever. Also this week, a new way to breach the blood-brain barrier. Research suggests a single drug that might create temporary access for medicines to treat neurological and other diseases. And the prospects for abundant Earth-like worlds keeps improving. Coming up later in feature news, a story called Last Words. Tevatron's data may have more to say, even after the atom smasher shuts down. The second feature story is called Science from on High. Google Earth gives researchers new access. And we'll wrap up this week with a look back into the science news archives and the opinion of one scientist who thought that evolution should be taught to all students. Here's our first news story of the week, Summer Arctic Melt Among the Worst Ever, reported by Alexandra Witz. Depending on whom you ask, this year's annual minimum of Arctic sea ice either broke or came close to breaking the record set in 2007. And that's without the unusual weather conditions that conspired to melt so much ice that historic year. Increased melting of the Arctic Ocean's frozen lid in the last few decades underscores a changing northern reality, scientists say, that summer sea ice is on a downward spiral. The bigger picture here is this is continuing the long-term decline in sea ice cover, says Mark Seretz, director of the National Snow and Ice Data Center in Boulder, Colorado. Arctic sea ice melts back in the summer and refreezes each winter, on average a little less each year in recent decades due in part to warming temperatures. On September 9th, University of Bremen researchers announced that the sea ice had bottomed out the previous day at 4.240 million square kilometers, breaking its 2007 record low of 4.267 million square kilometers. But another group that uses the same data from a microwave instrument on board the Aquas satellite puts 2011 in second place, at least as of September 14th. That estimate, which comes from the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency working with the International Arctic Research Center at the University of Alaska Fairbanks, uses a different algorithm and hence gets slightly different results, says Walt Meyer of NSIDC. The discrepancy may stem in part from the Bremen Group's ability to capture more fine-scale details, such as small open-water areas atop the ice, of which there were plenty this year. For its part, the NSIDC uses a different microwave instrument aboard a defense meteorological satellite to study ice cover. On September 13th, the center announced that Arctic ice was near its record low, 4.34 million square kilometers on September 10th, compared with the 2007 minimum of 4.17 million square kilometers, by its calculations. We're sitting at number two, and I think we're going to continue to sit at number two, Serret says, noting that summer's end is already bringing cooler temperatures to the Arctic. The NSIDC doesn't release final numbers until after the sea ice skin has grown for several days. To reach that historic 2007 minimum, high pressure over the Beaufort Sea pumped a lot of heat into the Arctic, 
while persistent winds from the south melted and packed the ice together. This year, conditions were neither particularly favorable nor unfavorable for ice loss, Surratt says. Instead, the loss might trace back partly to ice conditions this spring. The spring ice cover is just so thin now that it can't take a hit, he says. This March, Arctic sea ice cover started out at the second lowest aerial extent seen since satellite measurements began in 1979. Melting got a slow start in the spring, but picked up rapidly in early July. Between late March and late July, thick ice that had been around for more than five years declined by 16%, while first-year or younger ice declined by 30%, the NSIDC says. That loss of thicker ice worries many scientists. This year, Arctic ice volume, a combination of aerial extent and thickness, plummeted to the lowest levels yet.